Behind closed doors, holy quarantine, private encounter, public elevation. John chapter 20, I'm reading from the gospel of John, the 20th chapter, the 19th verse. That evening, the disciples gathered together. This is after the resurrection of Jesus. Because they were afraid of reprisals from the Jewish leaders, they locked the doors to the place where they met. They met behind closed doors. Suddenly, Jesus appeared among them and said, Peace to you. Behind closed doors. What happens behind closed doors? We seem to be obsessed with both a church culture and a world culture driven by the idea of open doors. You hear people say, I'm waiting for an open door. God's going to suddenly open doors in my favor when the doors open and so forth. None of this is incorrect. But when we limit ourselves to open doors and we minimize the beauty and the blessing of what takes place behind closed doors. After the resurrection, Jesus appears to his disciples, not before an open door, but behind a closed door. What if I tell you that sometimes closed doors have much more value than open doors? What if I tell you that a closed door precedes, precedes an open door? Spiritually speaking, before the disciples changed the world, they met with Jesus behind what? A closed door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are behind closed doors as we speak. We are under quarantine. Let's flip the script on this and call it a holy quarantine. What do I mean? Do not disregard closed doors. Do not discard closed doors. Do not curse the closed doors. Jesus appears to his disciples behind what? A closed door. And what took place there? Disciples not only heard Jesus, not only saw Jesus, one touched Jesus. His wounds, the piercing of his side, simply stated, sometimes God will close the door in order to reveal something to you you would otherwise not see. A closed door with Jesus equals revelation. A closed door with Jesus equals intimacy. A closed door with Jesus equals an encounter like never before. They saw the wounds of the Messiah. Behind closed doors, amazing things happen. Therefore, if you feel, if you know right now, all of us, our families, we're quarantined. We find ourselves behind closed doors. Let not your heart be troubled. If you feel like that door has closed, not just physically, but in so many aspects of your life, I want you to hear me. Don't curse this moment. Do not curse this moment. Do not curse this holy quarantine. You may be asking, Pastor Sam, how can you deem it to be holy? Do not curse this holy quarantine because behind this closed door, in this season, God is doing something in you, with you, and through you. In this season, the Spirit of God is filling your home. In this season, He is aligning your family with a hard reset where the family altar stands to be rebuilt. The family altar is being rebuilt as I speak in the midst of this season. In this season, you and I have focused more on our families than maybe 
Some of us in a very long time in this season, God is doing something supernatural. Don't you for a moment believe that the enemy owns this season? Don't you for a moment believe that hell owns this season? Don't you for a moment believe that darkness owns this season? God will be glorified. All things work together for the good of those who believe. He is turning it around in your favor. So behind closed doors, I need you to hear with me. By the time that door opens up and you come out of these closed doors, you're going to change the world around you because you're going to look more like Jesus. You're going to love more like Jesus. You're going to forgive more like Jesus. You're going to heal more like Jesus. It's what happens behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. It only means that you're about to touch the grace and the gift and the glory of Jesus. Your closed door season takes place right before your open door season. A closed door where Jesus changes you comes before the open door season where you change the world. Jesus changes you behind closed doors. So when the door opens up, you go change the world. Praise God for open doors. I dare you to praise God for open doors, but thank him for closed doors. One more time, God is the God of doors. God has the power to open the door. God has the power to close the door. And what he opens, no one can close. And what he closes, no one can open. Revelation 3, 7, this is the message from the one who is holy and true, the one who has the key of David. What he opens, no one can close. And what he closes, no one can open. The door was closed and Jesus appeared. One more time, it's after the resurrection. The disciples are meeting behind what? closed doors. And Jesus shows up. Stop. Jesus shows up behind a door that was closed. The Bible doesn't say that Jesus turned the doorknob. The Bible doesn't say that he knocked on the door until they opened up. The door was closed and Jesus supernaturally stepped in. He showed up behind closed doors. We must learn to praise him for the open doors while thanking him for the closed door. When the door is closed, it means he is protecting you from the elements, a desire to rob, kill, and destroy. When the door is closed, it's because God wants to show you something. It's get ready because God's going to show up even behind your closed door. It means what? Jesus appears. What, what did Jesus go through? What did Jesus just overcome? He overcame death. He resurrected. Hey, friends, in other words, let me speak to you in 21st century, in, in 21st century nomenclatures and contextualize it in our modern day language. Jesus shows up behind a door that was closed to interact with his disciples, to breathe upon them, and just launch them to change the world. There was a stone in front of the tomb, and Jesus came out of it, simply stated, if I can go through a stone, if I can overcome, death itself I can go through a door locked doors cannot stop someone with resurrection power locked doors cannot stop someone with resurrection power locked doors cannot hold back someone with resurrection power some of you are saying but I'm waiting for God to open a door did Jesus wait for the door to open now I'm about to preach did Jesus wait for the door to open. Did Jesus go, I hope the door opens up so the disciples let me in. When you have resurrection power, locked doors can't stop you. 
When you have resurrection power, obstacles and hindrances cannot stop you. Once you are crucified with Christ, Galatians 2.20. Once the old you dies, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Once you live in his resurrection power, 1 Corinthians 15.21 and 22. For as by a man came death, by a man has come the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ you shall be made alive. Once you die to live, just like Jesus, your, your circumstances will not determine the outcome. Rather, your anointing will determine your access. Let me repeat that. Your circumstances will not determine the outcome. Your anointing will determine the access. Let me remind you one more time. Do not make the temporary permanent. This is only a season. This is only a moment in time. Do not make the temporary permanent. This too shall pass. You will come out of this shining brighter than ever before. What you survive will grant you access to restricted areas. Your grace-filled testimony will unlock your God-ordained destiny. Let me repeat that. There was a door that was closed. Jesus, after the resurrection, shows up behind a closed door. If the tomb couldn't stop him, do you think a closed door can deter Jesus from stepping into your circumstance? Jesus had a testimony. Jesus just overcame death itself. One more time. Your grace-filled testimony will unlock your God-ordained destiny. You need to hear that and place that in your spirit. Here's the word. Because you overcame by the blood of the lamb. Because you overcome even today by the word of your testimony. Because you experienced a breakthrough instead of, bearing, instead of being buried in what you went through. Let me repeat that. Because you experienced a breakthrough instead of being buried in what you went through. Let me repeat that one more time. Because you experienced a breakthrough. Instead of being buried in what you went through, no door will be able to stand in your way. You are about to step into what was previously closed off to you. I dare you to open up your mouth and believe with me that when this COVID-19 pandemic is over, when we are on the other side, you and your family are stepping into the greatest season of your life. Let me repeat that one more time for the hearing impaired. When this thing is over, you're going to step into the best season of your life. I, I'm nice. I sense that in the spirit of God. When this thing is over, God is preparing you. I want you to hear me. Don't curse the closed door season. Behind closed doors, Jesus interacted with his disciples. One of them touched his wounds. They all saw him. The closed door season precedes your open door season. There's a season of preparation before there's a season of revelation. There's a season where God equips you before God elevates you. In behind closed doors, God will equip you. When the doors open up, God will elevate you. Behind closed doors, God will prepare you. When the door opens up, he will reveal you. It, there is a process. Again, do not make the temporary permanent, but don't curse the temporary. Don't curse this season where God is doing something amazing in you, with you, and through you behind closed doors because you experienced a breakthrough instead of being buried in what you went through. You and your family, when this thing is over, will step into an amazing season of the favor of God, the fullness of God, the fulfillment of God behind closed doors. 
Jesus appearing in a room where the door door shut prompted the inquiry. By, by the way, he prompt comes into, how did you get in? Can you imagine his disciples? Jesus steps in. The door was locked. How did you get in? What are you doing here? When this COVID-19 pandemic, when we are on the other side of this and the doors finally open up, people are going to ask questions. How did you get here? How did you get in? How did you make it? How in the world did you? And you're going to respond by the grace of God. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. I am what I am. It's by the grace of God you were able to interact with the wounds of the piercings of Jesus, hear the words of Jesus, and you receive the breath of Jesus. It's what happens behind closed doors. Behind closed doors, you do this. So when the doors open up, you can do this. It's what happens behind closed doors. Do not take this season for granted. You and I are under a holy quarantine. It is the Spirit of God doing a work in us, with us, and through us behind closed doors. But when the doors open up, get ready. When the doors open up, when the doors open up, people are going to ask you, how did you make it? How did you do it? When he did, you're going to say it was Jesus. When he died, my old self died with him. When he got up, I got up with him. When he came out, I came out with him. I'm not supposed to be here, but here I am. Now, why would Jesus show up in the midst of that gathering of disciples behind closed doors? Why would he show up? It has everything to do with a promise. What's the promise? Matthew 18, 20. Wherever two or three of you come together in honor of my name, I promise I will be right there with you. Woo, woo, woo. He made a promise. If two or three are gathered in his name, he will show up in the midst of them. Right now, you're in your home. You're in front of your laptop. You're on your iPhone, your smart device, your, your, whatever it may be. You may be streaming in a car in one of our campuses, whatever it may be. But if you have someone there, listen to me. We're two or three. We're not gathered in the thousands right now. We're not even gathering in the hundreds right now. We're gathering literally two or three. But I want you to hear me. God is in the midst of your gathering. Where two or three are gathered in his name to honor his name, he is in the midst of that gathering. Can I teach you something theologically? You may be saying, but I'm here by myself. No, you're not. The comforter is with you. The Spirit of God is with you, so technically you're not by yourself. There's at least two of you there. You and the Spirit of the risen Christ. That's the minimum qualification for God to show up, and you're never alone. You're never abandoned. You're never forsaken. He is with you. Aren't you glad, glad that God shows up even when doors are closed? Aren't you glad that God shows up even when you find yourself with a limited group of people around you or you by yourself? Because behind closed doors, He made a promise promise. Regardless if the door is open or closed, he will show up if you gather to honor his name. Jesus is right now in the presence of your living room, in your bedroom, in your car right there where you're at. He is right there. The spirit of the risen Christ, not an idea of Jesus, not the concept of Jesus, but the spirit of Christ indeed is right there in your home, in your living room, speaking to your heart, telling you don't make, do not make the temporary permanent. 
telling you he loves you, telling you that when the doors open up, that he is equipping you now in the midst of this season. He's speaking to you through his word. This is a season of preparation, preparing you for the revelation. He is equipping you here to elevate you here. This is a holy quarantine, and he's doing something amazing in you, with you, and through you. If this word is for you, tell me right now, amen. Right now on that wall, on that Facebook wall, wherever you're at, just say amen. This is for me and my family. I, I want this word to resonate in your spirit, and I know it is. Right now as I speak, I sense the spirit of the living God affirming you, confirming you, telling you things are going to be all right. He's doing something in you, with you, and through you. He's equipping you here to elevate you here. It is private, private. It is that private encounter that will lead to a public elevation behind closed doors. If that's you, if you receive this word, right now I dare you to raise your hands and just repeat after me, God, I am thankful. I am thankful for what you are doing behind closed doors. Lord, I declare this season to be a holy quarantine. I declare this season to be a season of preparation that will lead to revelation behind closed doors. Heavenly Father, thank you for what you're doing in me, with me, and through me. I give you the honor and the glory, the praise for everything that you are doing behind closed doors, oh Lord. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. The doors were closed and he showed up. The doors were closed and he showed up. Are you ready? The doors were closed and God did what? He showed up. Even if it's closed, God is still showing up. When Daniel was placed in a lion's den, they sealed it. And what did God do? God showed up. When the Hebrew boys were in the fiery furnace and they shut the door, what did God do? God showed up. Here it is. The fact that it is closed cannot, will not, shall not stop God from showing up. The economy is closed. Churches physically are closed. Your job may be closed. It will not, cannot, and shall not stop God from showing up. Closed doors do not stop God from showing up. It may be closed right now, but God shows up even when the doors are shut. So get ready, get ready, because a closed door cannot stop a resurrected Jesus. God is about to show up in every aspect of your life, even if that door is closed. If you believe it, praise like you believe it. If you believe it, worship like you believe it. Behind closed doors, not only will God show up, he will equip you. He will prepare you for what's next. Because when the doors open up, you're going to come out shining like never before. In South Africa, in London, in Washington, in the Philippines, all over, you're going to come out shining like never before. What's your name? What's your prayer request? Share it right now, this very moment. We have a team of intercessors, of pastors in remote locations praying for your need right now as we speak behind closed doors. Can I pray with you? Can I pray with you? Pastor Sam, this is one of the most difficult chapters in my life, you may say. I want you to hear me carefully. Today's message, behind closed doors, let's flip the script. The enemy does not have ownership of this time in your life. Quite the opposite. God is doing a work in you, with you, and through you that will prepare you for what's next. The now is not your next, but what you do now and permit God to do now in your life will define your next. Receive that right now. 
Heavenly Father, I pray for every single person who right now needs a true, authentic encounter with the risen Christ. Lord, right now, convict every mind, body, soul, and spirit. There's someone listening to me, watching me right now. You have never, ever embraced the fullness of what Jesus did on the cross, the forgiveness of your sins. You're still living like the old you, not aware that there's an old version of you and a new version of you already designed in heaven. The great architect has designed a new version of you. All you need to do is confess right now. Open up your mouth. Open up your heart. Declare that Jesus is Lord, that he died on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins, and he resurrected. He came back to life to give you eternal life, new life, and abundant life. If you just confess that right now, then you just welcome the saving grace of Jesus into your heart. Right now, tell me your name. Where are you from? Tell me you made this prayer. Tell me you made that declaration right now, the declaration of your life. And just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I declare that Jesus is Lord, that he died, he resurrected to give me eternal, new, and abundant life. I receive the saving grace of Jesus, the forgiveness of my sins in Jesus' name. And right now with your hands raised, just repeat after me. I am behind closed doors, but God is preparing me for a greater season. God is equipping me before he elevates me. He is preparing me before a season of revelation. I find myself in a holy quarantine. The enemy has no place behind closed doors. God is in my family. God is in my home. God is in my mind. God is in my heart. God is in my actions, interactions, and reactions. The doors are closed, but guess who showed up? God showed up. Right now, you made that prayer. Lift up your hands in your home. Give God the biggest praise you've given him in the past four weeks. Do it right now. He's doing something amazing behind closed doors. He's showing up mightily. I want to interact with you. If this is the first time you ever embraced what Jesus did for you, you may have embraced religion in your past, but now you're accepting. You're saying, I won't give Jesus a try. Let's do this. If this is the first time you're doing this, right now on this Facebook page, on this, on the wall, just give us your name and you can DM us right now directly through one of our pages, our app, our website. And if you direct message us, we're going to send you a free copy of our book, Be Light. That book will, will lead you and guide you and prepare you that when you come out of this door reality, you're going to step into the very best season of your life. You're about to shine the light of Christ because every single time light stands next to darkness, light always wins. Behind closed doors, the benediction, may the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of God's precious Holy Spirit make this season, this holy quarantine behind closed doors, the best season of your life. Hey, new season. Hey, friends. Hey, followers. Hey, family. Let's do one thing together in the name of Jesus for the glory of Christ. Are you ready? Let's go change the world. Let's do